Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Helping you unwind after a long day of work. I think he's kind of a boob. Can't really take the day south as a person. Can't go out there and be a moron. It doesn't work like that. The nightcap. We're eating their food on WGR Sports Radio 550. Ah, good old Linus. The Bills' schedule is out and it's official. We had leaks throughout the day. We were puzzling it together. Then we had a leak about 17 minutes ago, and we went through that with you. And the official schedule. Where the NFL official Twitter account has posted the schedule, and it is the same as that leak from 17 minutes ago. So, we have the Bills schedule. We ran through it for you last segment. We're going to do that again in case you're just tuning in here to the Nightcap looking for the Bills schedule announcement. We've got it. We've got you covered. So, let's go through it real quick. And no, before I get into it, a couple of highlights. No night games. Only two December games, and I went back and looked, it's the first time since 2014 that the Bills have fewer than three December home games, if you don't include, I think, in 2016, where they also had a January home game. Not playoffs, of course. Um, to, like, January 1st or 2nd, so that kind of counts. Um, so, not a lot of late games at home, which is nice. Some better weather earlier in the season. No night games, though. And also a 4:30 matchup with the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That's the highlight of the schedule. Didn't see that coming at all. Thought you they were going to get the Cowboys like on a one like a four o'clock game somewhere midway through the season. Not the opener. Not prime time. Not on Thanksgiving especially. But they got it. They got that Thanksgiving game. My guess is, by the way, they've got the Ravens week 14. I wonder if, because it was reported by the Buffalo Business, or not by the uh, NFL Business Insider, about a month ago, that it was going to be Cowboys-Dolphins on Thanksgiving. I wonder if the Dolphins just did so much tearing down, they got themselves kicked out of that Thanksgiving matchup with the Cowboys, insert the Bills, and now, oh, do you want the Bills to play Thursday night twice in a row? Because I really think that Baltimore game, like I said, made sense. And I wonder if that would have been the case and they had pegged Bills-Ravens to be a Thursday night football game that if the Bills being put into Thanksgiving may have changed that. Um, 803-0550 is the phone number. We're looking for your reaction to the schedule. Let's go through it. Week 1 at the New York Jets. Week 2 at the New York Giants. These are all 1 o'clock games except for Thanksgiving. Week 3. Home, Cincinnati Bengals. It's the home opener against Andy Dalton and the Bengals. This will be Dalton's first regular season game against the Bills since he pushed them into the playoffs in 2017. Where was I? Week 4, home, New England Patriots. Week 5, at the Tennessee Titans. Hopefully some revenge from uh, Titans Bot or Titans Gate. Bye week, week 6. Week six bye. I don't mind that. 
It's early, but it's not too early. Like, I think the Jets have a week four bye. Like, that's just way too soon. Uh, week five. Week seven. Home Miami Dolphins. Week three. Look at this. Three home games in a row after the bye week. So you hit the bye in week seven. Week seven. Week six, I'm sorry, you have the bye. Week seven, you host the Dolphins. Week eight, you host the Philadelphia Eagles. Week nine, you host the Washington Redskins. So you got back-to-back um you have back-to-back NFC East games at home there. Those games will both be on Fox. The rest of the schedule, as of right now, is CBS games. Fast forward to Week 10 at the Cleveland Browns. Week 11 at the Miami Dolphins. So you wrap up with the Dolphins in Week 11. Week 12, home, Denver Broncos. Then, Week 13. This is, this is going to count like as your primetime game because you don't have a night game all year. At the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving, 4.30 kickoff on November 28th. There's your highlight of the Bills schedule for 2019. After that, week 14, you're hosting the Baltimore Ravens led by Lamar Jackson, assuming he's healthy and playing by that point. Week 15 at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Week 16 at the New England Patriots. Now, this game's interesting on the schedule right now because they list it as December 21st or 22nd. So that's either going to be Saturday or Sunday. And the time is to be determined. So I guess there's a chance that's a night game, most likely a Saturday night game if that ends up happening. Um, but as of right now, no time. And it's either going to be the 21st or 22nd for the away Patriots game, week 16. And then the Bills will wrap up the season week 17 against the New York Jets at home. So they start the season with the Jets, they end the season with the Jets. My first reactions to the schedule, uh, kind of tough that you got no night games, that kind of stinks, but, you know, I'm not going to lose too much sleep over it considering you get a Thanksgiving game, which is pretty cool. That has not happened in my lifetime, I think it's been 25 years, so it's cool that they get that. Not just a Thanksgiving game too, like if I told you, hey, the Bills are going to get a Thanksgiving game. I might have thought it was the Lions, but now that I'm thinking about it, maybe the Lions play the Bears every year. If they don't, I would have thought it would have been the Lions. But you get the Cowboys. Like, that's the marquee Thanksgiving game to me. The night game is cool, but, like, when you're still with family hanging out and no one's sleeping yet from the turkey, you're watching the Cowboys. And generally, that's what helps uh, put you to sleep over, at least in recent memory. Um, Other reactions, it's nice they don't have three or more home games in December. You've only got two. Uh, December 8th, home Baltimore, and December 29th, home Jets. Those are your only, um, really, you don't have, even, you go back because you have the Cowboys in Thanksgiving. You've, past November 3rd, you've only got three home games. That's pretty incredible in itself. So I like that. A front-loaded home schedule. Get those games in with good weather. You might think you're getting some advantage on the field, but history shows that you're not with the cold weather, and fans are resilient. They'll show up in the cold weather, especially if you're good, but we'd all prefer 60 and sunny. Um, other quick reaction to the schedule. 803 if you want to get on this too. We'll go to your calls in just a second. I think you've got a pretty easy schedule to start. I like your first three games. Jets, Giants, Bengals. You should come out of that 2-1 and one if you're going to be good. And that you have a real shot at 3-0. and oh. Then you come out with the Patriots, and that's probably going to be a loss unless they take some big step back. Uh, but you never know. And then Titans, Dolphins right after that. Those are two more real winnable games. Like You, you could be staring at 
Call me crazy. Five and one? Four and two is definitely realistic, and I don't think five of the one five and one. If everything goes perfect, five and the five and one's not out of the realm of possibility, I think, with who you've got early on. I am not scared of any of those teams. You will not go perfect just because they're not that good, I think. But I think I might pick them to go four and two in those first six games, and I wouldn't say five and one is absolutely nuts. Derek, you made a face. What do you think about that? Well, I was arguing with you earlier about this, about how three and zero is something I can be convinced well, of, and then you well, can I, easily talk me into two and one very I thought easily. Picking them to go three and zero was was not smart. I didn't say. I, I think three and zero is definitely possible, but I wouldn't. I think picking them to go three and zero is not right. Like they haven't earned that much. You know, but what? they've earned they've earned the right. I think with what they've done in free agency to think that that's realistic, and I think the same with five and one. But I wouldn't pick them to go five and one. I might not even pick them to go four and two, but I think I would at this point. You know what? I mean, Howard's going to do it tomorrow morning, but we do it every time the schedule's released. Yeah. So let's take some calls. We're gonna we're gonna pick the schedule at some point. Yeah. We're gonna do that this hour. We, we're gonna have Sal Capaccio at eight thirty. We'll have your calls at eight oh three oh five fifty. And uh yeah, we are me and Derek are gonna pick the bill schedule. Derek does does Howard have uh the copyright on picks the bills or is he's copyright on Howard picks the bills? So other people can pick the bills, right? Yeah, I think other people can pick the bills. He does they have just, sole they, possession we of just, that. We just can't say pick the bills. Oh, we like, gotta we'll say just, we'll pick the schedule. Predicts the bills. We're doing our schedule predictions. I like predicts the bills. Joe and Derek predicts the bills coming up in just a few minutes. Let's go to Justin in Horseheads. Justin, you're on the nightcap. What's up? Hey, not much. How are y'all? Good. Uh, Where's Horseheads? Where are you at? Horseheads. So, um, are you familiar with Corning Elmira? Oh, okay. I got you, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Nestled right in, snug between the two. Gotcha. Um, uh, the schedule. Weeks one and two. Yep. That life. Which, after which 25% of our road games are done. And it's, I mean, almost week two, you could probably almost consider a, ho- a home game. It's week two? Short, short travel. I think it works well for Buffalo. I actually like the schedule. We have no more than two games at a time on the road. It's, I think it's, I think it's doable. Um, I really also like how they got us down to Tennessee because um, I, I want to quickly say that, you know, for the last several years there's been a, a, a very large organized uh, Bills bus trip uh, that started the year that uh, Rex Ryan went back to the Jets when he was our coach. The color rush came out okay. and went to MetLife actually on, for a Thursday night game, which we won. Every year since they've been doing it, that's week five, headed up by Melissa Vaccaro and Natasha Sawyer. Um, and I, so I think, wow, the first, I mean, the first five games before our bye week, uh, aside from New England, I think we have a real good chance to be competitive in, and I'm just really pleased to see that, Yeah, you know, we're getting rid of a bunch of road games right off the bat. Yeah, Justin, thanks for the call, man. I mean, you're not getting rid of a ton of them because, like I said, you do have a lot backloaded. It's really because you got that three-game home stretch right in the middle. But, yeah, I like the schedule too. And you mentioned mentioned Tennessee, Nashville. Like, I'm I'm pretty happy with where that ended up. If you heard me at all in the afternoon show talking about the schedule in the past few weeks, like, selfishly, I wanted that game to be as late as possible because I'm, I'm hoping to go down for that. I'm hoping to. Um... And, you know, if it's in sept- if it's September 15th, if they would open with it, that was the real idea I didn't like. Because September 8th, like, it's nice here, weather-wise. And, you know, I'd like to escape the cold a little bit. October 6th, 
It's usually fine here. Actually, you're missing fall. That's like, I, you know what? Now I don't like it weather-wise because I'm missing hoodie and shorts weather. That is like prime hoodie and shorts weather, October 6th. Uh, let's go to John in Niagara Falls. John, you're on the nightcap. What's up? What's up, fellas? Hope you guys are jacked up about the schedule release. I love their front-loaded schedule at home. Very winnable games early in the year, and I completely agree with you that weather really doesn't play much of a factor if you really look into the stats and stuff. But my big thing is I cannot wait. I want to start a rivalry again, the Lake Erie rivalry. Let's go November 10th. Browns. I already got the limo bus. I got 40 people going. I can't wait till this rivalry gets good again where the Bills and the Browns are both relevant in football. Let's go, Bills. Hope you guys have a great night. John, thanks for the call. Hope you have a great night, too. And yeah, I hope so. I think the Browns have done... I think the Browns have earned enough respect to think they are certainly going to be a really good team this year. I mean, they got primetime games. I don't even know how many primetime games they ended up with, but uh, it was three or four at one point, it seemed like. Uh, maybe they even end up with five. I'll have to double-check on that. But, yeah, Browns got four. They got four. By the way, only one team has zero primetime games. The Bills? It's us. I. They must count that Cowboys game as a primetime game. Or, like I said, I wonder if they did have Baltimore as a Thursday night game, and when the Dolphins started tearing things down, they got themselves kicked out of the Cowboys Thanksgiving game, and if you put the Bills there, maybe you didn't want them going two Thursdays in a row. I don't really know. Maybe I'll, I'm going to run that theory by Two Sal. Thursdays in a row is actually something that has happened. As a matter two of Thursday fact, games in a row? As a matter of fact, it happened last year with Thanksgiving. For who? I'm fairly certain it was the Lions. Okay. That ended up with a Thursday game preceding their Thanksgiving game. Interesting. Okay. Let's go to Gerald and Hamburg. Gerald, you're on the nightcap. What's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. How about you? Not bad, not bad. Um, <clears throat> first off, I want to say I totally agree with John and the, and the Lake Erie rivalry. I'm totally looking forward to going to Cleveland and uh, catching the game, raising some hell, showing them how, Buffalo, how Buffalonians do it. Um, I do also agree with you guys with the, the uh, top-heavy schedule as far as winnable games. However, it doesn't necessarily excite me because we've had a couple of those seasons where we started out early, you know, racked up five wins, and then, you know, pooped the bed afterwards right. since this Patrick season. So I don't think that's going to happen under the uh, the McDermott regime. I think this will also be an opportunity for him to, you know, show us that, that he's for real if we can get past that hump. Um, those are pretty much my thoughts. I'll hang up and see what you guys have to say about Gotcha. Right on, man. Yeah, um, Yeah. thanks for the call. I, I think, uh, you know, another w- thing I want to look at with the front part of this schedule is, because I did this last year a lot, like part of my reasoning for thinking the Bills were not going to be a great team last year or even have a chance at it is because I just didn't see how they were getting out of the first part of their schedule with more than a couple wins, like the first half. And a big part of that was the quarterbacks they played. Like there was a list of quarterbacks who they played last year, which was a daunting list. And this year, I'm scared of Brady, as I think I should be at this point, in week four. But other than that, look at the quarterbacks you play in the first part of your season. Darnold, jury's out on him. He looked promising in year one, but you don't know what he's going to be first game of his second year. Eli is just trash at this point. Dalton's okay. But you know what Andy Dalton is. Then you've got Brady, like I said. Mariota can't even stay healthy. I'm not even sure he'll be in that game by that point. And if he is, he's okay, but he's not great. And then you got the Dolphins, which is going to be Fitz, 
which I guess could be scary in the fact that he could throw for 500 yards and six touchdowns, but he also could throw for 50 yards and six interceptions. So I'm not really think I'm going to be terrorized by Ryan Fitzpatrick either. That's your first six games, and you got one elite quarterback on that list. Yeah, it's pretty good. By the way, I found the uh, the Thanksgiving thing. What was it? I was wrong about the I was going to say, yeah, because the Lions I saw didn't, but what we got? Dallas, this year as well, follows up their Thanksgiving game with another Thursday night game. Gotcha. So it must be nice, I guess, to be the Dallas Cowboys and have Jerry Jones influencing things because you have two Thursday games in a row. It's all that money. Yeah, and they get to do it for another year in a row for this. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Dallas. By the way, I'm going to throw out my hot take now. What do you got? I hate that the Bills are on Thanksgiving. Selfish reasons? Kind of. Mostly. A large portion. I think that Thanksgiving is awesome. My family is awesome. Uh, Yeah, I know. Humble brag there. But being able to spend my time there with them and not have to have the bills influence any emotions would be fantastic. Oh, I see. Yeah. You you don't want to be sitting down for pumpkin pie and... (laughs) You have uh, Grandpa over there throwing his pie against the wall because Josh Allen just threw a pick six. Exactly. I don't want – there's no <laughs> need for get, extra emotion to be thrown into this, and now it has been. And then there is the – Although it could also go really well. Like if they did win that game, who knows what they'll be by that point. But if you if they look good in that game and win it, wouldn't that amplify how good Thanksgiving would be? It's hard to – dude, come on. With the food, first it's hard off, to mess up Thanksgiving. First off. It's hard to be upset even if the Bills it's, lost. It's hard to – stuffing in, right in front of you. It's hard to outdo Thanksgiving. Even if the Bills win, it's still Thanksgiving. I love it. You still I get all of the food. Yeah, I don't know, man. I love it. I've never experienced right it, so I guess other... I, I can't really speak from experience that I'm going to love it. But the idea of them just being on the featured game – I consider it the featured game – on Thanksgiving – like, I think that's cool. And we, a lot of us, we starve for the limelight. Like, when the Bills are good, I remember, especially as a kid, like, when they went 3-0, and like the caller mentioned a couple minutes ago, like, he wouldn't be too optimistic because they fall apart after good starts. When they got off that good start in 2011 and they beat the Patriots 3-0, and like, I was watching SportsCenter on reruns just to see, like, what they said about the Bills because a lot of us starve for that that national media attention, the positive national media attention. And, like, there's an opportunity right there for it. Like, you look for night games because we think we deserve it. And that's, like, that's a that's a, that's a top game. Like, that's a top-notch game, like, ratings-wise. And if you're looking over the season, like, what are the most prominent matchups I can get myself into? At the, It's hard to do better than at the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And I don't know if I would have wanted that to be home if I were some if I were a fan. Like, would you want to spend Thanksgiving at the stadium? I don't know if I'd want to do that. Like, that's perfect to me. You still get to stuff your face, turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and Josh Allen. How can you go wrong? It could go wrong. It could go wrong. <laughs> Especially me. How can it go I'm, wrong? Yeah, it could he go wrong. Josh Allen could be terrible. We don't know in year two. But sounds like a good idea. I mean, dealing with Ezekiel Elliott's not fun either. That should be the season uh, motto. Turkey, mashed potatoes, Josh Allen. Two should, of, should they focus the entire season uh, thing on one uh, on one uh, one game? Two out, of three, two out of three are guaranteed to be great. 
And like we said, there's no night games as of now, but as I mentioned earlier, uh, that Patriot game could end up being that. Uh, time to be decided, date to be decided. It's either going to be 21st or 22nd of December. The 21st is a Saturday. So if it's on that Saturday, there's a chance that that could end up being uh, a night game at the Patriots. But the Bills will not have, unless they have a great season, they get some flex stuff going on later in the year, the Bills are not going to have a home pl- uh, home primetime game. Yeah, and honestly, I think that kind of hurts. I mean... To have every team have a primetime game except the Bills, even though they have the Thanksgiving Day game, that that is. Uh, well, would you ra- would you trade? I know yes. you might for selfish reasons, but do you think the Bills fan base overall would trade at the Cowboys on Thanksgiving for a home primetime game against like the Ravens or someone like that or the Jets? You think they do that? I would trade that. I mean, it just well, there's one way to find out. Twitter polls. There you go. Twitter polls. I'm going to put that up, and while I do that, we're going to take a break, and we'll get Sal Capaccio coming up next, his reaction to the Bills' schedule. Uh, That's coming up next. We'll sneak in a little about the draft, too, because we're eight days away from that, and I got a couple things I want to get to with Sal. So he's going to join me next, Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer, hanging out for another half hour on the Nightcap here on WGR. It's Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio, Sal Capaccio on WGR. Our main man, Sal Capaccio, will be on the line in moments. The Buffalo Bills 2019 schedule is out. You can check it out on our website at WGR550.com. You can check it out on my Twitter if you're hanging around social media at Sneaky Joe WGR. You can find it on our Twitter account at WGR550. Plenty of ways to get it. Um, the bill schedule is out for 2019 and Sal joins us now on the Wester hotline. Sal joining me here on the nightcap and Sal, I know we knew a lot of it going in, um, but it, it's nice to get that confirmation now that we got that bills, uh, Dallas Thanksgiving game. I think that have to be, uh, in my mind, I don't know about you, that have to be the highlight of this schedule. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is clearly the lead story here. The Bills are playing the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. It's not just playing on Thanksgiving. That's a huge story in itself. Hasn't, excuse me, happened since 1994. You know, I mean, it's been, what, 23, uh, 25 years? It's been longer than my lifetime. That's amazing. I remember that game in 94. The Lions on the first possession ran a flea flicker and scored a touchdown against the Bills. How do you like that? And the Bills got blown out that day. But... Then you add on the fact that it's at the Dallas Cowboys, and that's you know America's team, right? And it's right. a big deal. It's a new stadium that uh, you know people newer that people regard as maybe the best stadium in the league, and one that I have personally never been to. So this will be my first trip there. That'll be cool. cool. Lots of Bills fans might want to make the trip. We'll see how that goes. I know tickets around that time, uh, airfare is going to be pretty pricey if people want to do that. But that is clearly. I think the lead story of this schedule. A um, couple other things to get to on the schedule. Uh, December games, only two, and that's the first time they've had less than three since 2014. Um, do, you, do you think the Bills would have – do you think they like that? Because I could see two arguments. One, maybe Sean McDermott could preach to his players and also think that, hey, we get a competitive advantage on the field with the cold weather. But at the same time, I mean, there are a lot of seasons where they got those late December home games and the crowd can be empty if you're not having a good season. Well, I think you're talking about two different aspects of the Bills, right? I mean, you're talking about the business side and you're talking about the football side. So, sure, I think the football side is probably – they would love to see December home games, but thinking they're going to matter. And then, you know, suddenly they don't matter, so – 
you know, it's it's not as big of a deal. But yeah, when the schedule comes out, if you're Sean McDermott, I think that you probably want to see December home games. That's what you're building your team for. That's what they talk about. A guy like Josh Allen and how he can play in that weather, right? And he came from Wyoming. He's got the strong arm and they want to be playing not only in December, but they want to be playing in January and they want to get used to that kind of weather and have a distinct home advantage. But if you're talking yeah. about the business side, then you better be hoping that the team's going to be better in December than they have been in many years. Uh, two games, though, I, I think that's about normal for every team. It's probably average. You get two home games in December. Uh, that's what they got here. We're not you know, complaining that people are going to have to buy tickets for three home games in the month of December. And really, you go back um, only two after Thanksgiving because the, the one before that is away as well, the Dallas game. You have to go to November 24th for that. What I find interesting, I just did the math on this about this, Joe. Yep. Once the Bills leave New York, because they're playing there twice, right, in the beginning, once they leave the Meadowlands and MetLife and New Jersey, however you want to term it, they will go 55 days and have one road game. Whew. That's it. Fifty Because they go to uh, Tennessee, and then there's a bye week, and otherwise four home, five home games. Three of Two which are coming out of that bye. At Tennessee, the bye, three home games. So yep. essentially one home game in seven weeks. Wow. That's that's kind of how you get to not having a lot of December one, home games. One one away game is what I meant to say. Obviously, in seven right. weeks, and that's right. That's that's where you get those December home games that uh, don't happen because they're happening earlier in the season. I like this schedule. I hated last year's schedule, both from a professional and personal standpoint. I just thought it was like yeah, just there was no sizzle to it in a lot of ways. Um, you know, as far as the they only had two home afternoon games in September and October yep. added up. You know, I love Orchard Park in the fall. It's just a beautiful place not only to play a football game and to be, if you're a fan, if you're a sideline reporter, whatever. It's also looks great on TV, man. It does with the foliage yeah. and, you know, the bright colors. It's really cool. And, you know, they didn't, they didn't have that last year. Now, sure, we have to wait till September 22nd. And I think, you know, you'd love to have that that first or even second game at home. But, you know, New York's a nice place to go uh, to, to have games early on in the season. It's beautiful there as well. And I'd rather go to New York and get them out of the way than having to go there in November and December. And then the Bills come home, and they do have two home games in September, so it's okay. Yep. Sal, so, so we were wondering, and I know you were wondering too, whether the NFL did still have that rule that would require every team to have a primetime game on their schedule. And, I mean, there's no night games on the schedule, so should I be safe in assuming that the NFL considers that Cowboys Thanksgiving game a primetime game? Or is that – it might you know, be – I don't think the rule – I don't think – there's never been a there's never been an actual rule like written in concrete. They, they, right. they okay. went to that rule, which was kind of like an unwritten rule, but they did it a few years ago. Then they did one where every team had to play a Thursday night game specifically – um, then they went certainly went away from that when the Thursday night TV contract came up because they weren't getting the ratings on Thursday night and they wanted some better ratings. I don't think it's a specific rule anymore. I do think they try to, and my guess is here that's what happened, Joe, is they compromised and said, look, the Bills aren't getting a prime time, but they're going to be in Thanksgiving. It's kind of like the same thing. So, yeah, I think it kind of stinks that you see every team in the league is playing a night game and the Buffalo Bills are not playing a night game. Every other team is. Uh, but at the same time... You know, I mean, you start winning, that'll happen. And I'm surprised. I thought they'd get one. But I don't think it's a hard, fast rule. It's not written anywhere that has to happen. I think they do try to do it. But here in this case, instead of doing that, in lieu of that, they're playing on Thanksgiving. So I was wondering, because we've got that at that at Dallas game on Thanksgiving, and there were the reports, I know I've seen you on Twitter about them, that there were reports from a month or so ago that it was going to be Dolphins-Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and that obviously is not the case. And I'm just sitting here wondering, like, I wonder if Miami tearing down their roster almost got them kicked out of that spot at Dallas on Thanksgiving. And 
even forward from that, like I always like the idea of that Baltimore game as being a primetime game. So just like it's a, it's a bit of a conspiracy theory, but I'm wondering like the mechanics of it because part of it would be like, hey, maybe the NFL didn't want them to go back to back Thursday games. Like, what what do you think of the mechanics would have been of like back to back Thursday games? Would that have been something that they would have um, that they would have changed to Sunday, knowing that the Bills would have switched into that Thursday game uh, the week before? Um, no, I think, Joe, you can look this up for me maybe as I'm talking to you. I think the Bears play back-to-back Thursday night games, including a Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's been, it's been done. I'm just wondering how hard you might think it is for a team to do that. I, I think it depends on who the team is. Yeah, for the Bills, they might yeah. not want that, right? I mean, right. you don't want to showcase a team that, you know, is not <laughs> winning, you know, 10, 11 games. The Bears, you know, the team they, the school, the team they had last year, they did. Someone else did it last year. Whether it was the, I think it was the Saints did. The Saints did it last year. I think that's a different animal. So yeah. I don't think it's something they necessarily avoid, but they might look at the Bills and say, "No, I think this is just a case, honestly, that you know they just they're not putting the Bills in prime time because they just haven't been as good. It's a small market, and it's something you're gonna have to be to earn. I don't think it's necessarily well. Let's take them out of this spot. It could have been. I do think there's more th- more water for the theory that you had originally. Yeah. The first part of that, which is. I think the Dolphins were supposed to be that game. I mean, the Sports Business Journal is the outlet that reported it about a month ago. And I was all over it and said, okay, here we go. I'm going to trust this Sports Business Journal. And they did get the other game right because they said the two games were going to be the Bears and Lions, Dolphins and Cowboys. And for them to get the one game right and not the other, and this isn't like some, you know, just dumb publication that, you know, throws stuff out there. I think they're pretty reputable. I think this was probably what was the case, but it ultimately wound up not being it. And I think that could very well be the case, which is because of what the Dolphins are doing with their roster. Right. Sal Capaccio on the West Her Hotline. So, Sal, looking at the actual teams and kind of how it works for the Bills on the field, you know, last year I was kind of looking at it and thinking, like, all right, it's a tough start to the the season. And if you just looked at the quarterbacks you were playing, like, that was a daunting list. And if I did the same thing with this schedule – when I just look at the quarterbacks, I know it's more than just the quarterback, but I mean, you got an unproven Darnold, Eli Manning, Dalton, then there's Brady, Mariota, and then whoever Miami will have at that point, probably Fitzpatrick. Like, you're not playing a bunch of elite quarterbacks to start the season. I think just by looking at it and the teams they play to start off, it seems like a pretty favorable schedule for them on the field to start. I think if they're not 3-2, and two, then we're probably not looking at a very inspiring season at the bye week. I think they got to be three and two. I think it's doable to be three and two. Pick out where those anything can happen. You can lose one you think you're going to win, or win one you think you're going to lose. Most people would point to the Patriots game as one that they would probably lose if you're looking at a three and two start. Um, I think the Bengals is one you need to win. I don't think they're going to be that good. They have a new head coach. Uh, they're making a lot of changes. They didn't really do much in free agency to add to their roster. Um, and I think you got to win that at the Giants. Now you can you can win at the Jets. Uh, but one of those two games, you, you got to come home from the Meadowlands at one and one. In one way, shape, or form, you got to come home one and one. And then I think you got to beat the Bengals and win another game, probably at Tennessee. But if you're two and zero with the Giants and Jets, got to got a chance to get to three and zero. You don't want to go three wins and then two losses. But to me, three and two at the bye is very doable. And then you have two weeks to prepare for the Dolphins, and you can get to four and two. And now we're starting to talk about an interesting season on hand because now you have two more home games coming up. So. Yeah, I think it's favorable for them to at least, you know, get somewhere as far as a few wins early on. And if they don't, though, that's the tricky part about it. You know, there's no recovering from that, Joe. Yeah. If you, if if you, if they do go two and three or oh, one and four, 
But there's no light at the end of the tunnel then. You're looking at the rest of the schedule going, man, the tougher games are coming up, and we still haven't played them yet. That's right. Sal Capaccio is here on the Western Hotline. So what do you think of the Jets? You got the game one, game one against them, game 17 against them. They'll, game 17 could even be a really uh, important game if both teams reach what they're trying to get to this year. Like, Do you think it should be a coin flip between them and the Bills going into the season? I mean, their over-under line is almost identical in a lot of sports books. Totally, totally. I think they're very similar teams. I think they were similar in what they needed, similar in how they approached free agency. Uh, the Bills wound up signing a lot more guys than the Jets. The Jets signed a lot of their own guys back, but they didn't really – I don't think they did what they wanted to do on the offensive line. I think they really wanted to get um, the guy from um, uh, Paradis from Denver. Right. They didn't get him, right. and then Bills uh, snatched up Mitch Morse, obviously. They did wind up uh, adding some weapons for, for Sam Darnold. They obviously added on defense C.J. Mosley. We know that was a, a really big addition for them as well. They, they did some Le'Veon Bell on offense, no doubt, but um, – you know, I think that these are you know, Adam Gase. What kind of a coach is he? You know, coming from Miami, he's got the experience, but he really wasn't that good in Miami. So it's going to be an interesting, I think, season between the two. <laughs> I could see them splitting those games. The problem is you don't know what that Week 17 is all about yet. You know, you you get to Week 17, you don't know what who's playing for what at that point. So I could see them splitting. You know, Bills win at home, Jets win at home at their place. By the mm-hmm. way, we talk about those primetime games. It is worth noting the Week 16 game is not yet determined. Right. It could either be Saturday or Sunday, and if it is Saturday, there's there, there's five games. This is how it works. That game at New England, so everybody knows, is either going to be Saturday, December 21st, or Sunday, December 22nd. What the NFL did was they identified five different games. The Bills are one of them against the Patriots. Out of those five, two will be played on Sunday as normal. Three will get moved to Saturday and have their own showcase, if you will. And out of those three games on Saturday, one will be in primetime. So there's a chance that could be a night game. That could be their night game for this Correct. season. Correct. It's a one-in-five chance. <laughs> right. Now, what they won't have is a home primetime game unless they had some insane season <clears throat> that would get them uh, flexed in somewhere at the end, maybe like Baltimore. They would have to be really good, though, I would think, to even be in consideration for that. Yeah, or let's say if we knew, you know what they do is they don't give you the Week 17 Sunday night game until – after right. week 16 games are closed out, so they can get you that one game that matters. So let's just say the Jets and Bills, week 17, everything's on the line. Winner Ooh. goes to the playoffs, loser goes home. Like, that could be a week Ooh. 17 game, but you're right. Chances are nil of that actually falling into place like that, so we're probably not looking at any home primetime games. Man, that would be fun, though. That scenario you just That'd painted, be pretty cool if that did happen, though, yeah. That would be sweet, even though I, the Jets would be... In that scenario, the Jets are also good. At least I'm good, too. Uh, so I wanted to get one quick thought on you uh, from the draft, because Ed Oliver was in town today. Like, do you have an opinion on him? Because he, from what I've seen... I know, actually, you did, actually, on our website, almost like a compilation of mock drafts. I, I see him mock to the Bills all the time. He's in town today. Like, What do you think of him, just overall, as an idea for the Bills uh, next week? I think he gets mocked to the Bills a lot because he fits a need and he's an elite player. You know, he's considered one of the top 10 players in this draft by most people, me, me included, by the way. Um, and he fits a need, which is really a defensive lineman for the Bills who can penetrate. Doesn't have to be that two-gap controller. They have that in Starla Tulele. They need a guy that can replace the Kyle Williams, that can really push the pocket, get to the quarterback, do some sideline-to-sideline side stuff. That's what Ed Oliver is. The only concern is really his size. He's undersized for you know, uh, defensive tackle in yep. the NFL. Now, I know he weighed in over 280 at the at the uh, pro day he had. He's not going to play over 280. And if he does, I think it actually might take away from what he's really good at, which is his first step, his explosion. He's going to play at 270, and that's really light. But you know what? Um, you know, if you put him in the right defense and he's next to the right people, that can still be really effective. You just have to know that he's only going to play probably, you know, 60% of the snaps, especially at a weight like that and how he's going to have to play. So, 
I'm fine with him if they want to take him there. I just, you, you kind of got to be a little specific on how you're going to use him based on his size and what he's going to bring to the table for you. But he's certainly, I think, a game changer and impact player that is worth the number nine pick. All right, Sal, thanks for joining me, and I look forward to hearing you. Assuming you'll be on the station at some point tomorrow. I look forward to hearing you then. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll be on bright and early, actually. I'll be <laughs> on with uh, Howard and Jeremy at 7 a.m. Perfect. Thanks, Sal. Okay. There's Sal Capaccio on the Wester Hotline. We'll take a timeout now, and we'll wrap a little bit more about the schedule, and we'll also give you an NHL playoff scoring update. There is one game that is getting out of hand early. We'll tell you which game that is in and which team is up when we come back. On the nightcap, Jody Biasi, Derek Kramer here on WGR. Welcome back to the Nightcap. Me and Derek are going to, me by the way, being Joe DiBiase, if you don't know, we're going to pick the Bills schedule in just a second as it is now out. You can check it out on our website at WGR550.com. Quick NHL playoff scoring update. The Stars are up 4 nothing on the Predators in period one. All over them. They're down 2-1 to one in that series. And in the second intermission, we got the Bruins up 4-2 on the Leafs. There's a lot of scoring tonight going on so far. The Bruins also down 2-1, to one, so both those teams... Looking to even up their series. NHL playoff scoring update brought to you by Fiegel and Carr, your border attorneys. All right, let's pick the Bills' schedule. Week one at the Jets. Derek, you want to go first? No. Um, I was just I was just trying to set it up. Oh, gotcha. I so. will. Uh, I'll go first. I'll take a loss at the Jets. All right. I'm gonna take a win. All right. One and zero for Derek. Oh, and one for me. At the New York Giants, I'm gonna take a win. I think they split the MetLife games. I will also take a win. They better beat the Giants. Home Bengals, home opener. I'm taking a win. I too will be taking a win. Three and zero. Oh. I've got the I've got the three and zero oh look. All right, four week four. Home Patriots. Well, that's where things will come to an end for me. I agree. I think they're going to lose that one. I think they'll drop to two and two. You would have them three and one. At the Titans for week five before going into the bye week. I'm going to pick a win. I don't I don't think the Titans are that good. I think even though they're on the road, I think they'll win that game. Yeah, I think that Buffalo can beat Tennessee again. So going into the bye week, I have them a three and two, and you have them a four and one. Let's that would go. be exciting. Let's go. Going into the bye week. Going into the bye week at four, four and one, or three and one. The tables would one. be crying in With mercy. three home games coming up. Home Dolphins out of the bye week win. Dolphins are going to be terrible this year. Terrible. I will take that as well. That's Oh man, five and one. I've got five and one. This is not going to happen. Home Eagles. Carson Wentz comes to town. I'm going to take a loss. Wentz is one of the better quarterbacks they play on the season. Assuming he's healthy, I'm taking a loss. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to too because if only for the simple fact of they're due. I've got a five and one record here. Five and two doesn't sound so bad. Uh, home to the Redskins. I don't think the Redskins are that good. I don't think they have a ton of talent in their quarterback. They're going to have Case Keenum like. They're going to be a 5-6 win team in my mind, so I'm taking the Bills to win, especially with that being at home. Yeah, I'm going to take that one as well. So I've got the Bills at 6-2 and two at the midway point of the season. And I have them at 5-3. and three. Both of those records are pretty respectable. You're in the playoff race. But remember, like I said, schedule's kind of backloaded. Tougher games later on. Well, let's see it. At the Cleveland Browns, November 10th. I'm taking a loss. I think the Browns are going to be dynamite this year, and I think Baker Mayfield is just... I think he's going to be a top five quarterback before the end of the year. Yeah, I'm going to think the same thing here. They've got it's not just Mayfield like that offense. No, they is a fantasy everywhere. football roster. Yeah, literally. Um, all right, at the Miami Dolphins the week after, I'm taking a win. I think they're going to sweep Miami. 
I th the Dolphins tend to be confusing, but I'm still going to take a win. I don't think it's as easy. I think the Bills might derp one up against Miami they just, just because have, reasons. They have no talent on the team. Yes, but they always also give They're New tanking. England. I know, but they also give New England problems all the time yeah, every that, year. That's when they were at least trying to be good, and Dolphins trying to be good is like a 7-8 win team. What yeah. are the Dolphins going to look like when they're trying to be bad? I'm, I don't know, man. I'm just I saying, I think they sweep it, but it might get scarier than you think. Could happen. Fits, you never know. Exactly. Home Denver, I think Flacco kind of stinks. I think the whole team is kind of average on your home. I'm taking a win. I'm going to take a loss because I still respect Denver's defense. All right, I think I've caught up to you here. I got seven wins, and you're at seven wins? Yep. At the Cowboys, Thanksgiving. I don't love the Cowboys this season, but you're on the road, and I think they're good enough where, you know, just being on the road, I think I'm going to take a loss here. You know what? Because of the fact that my Thanksgiving is ruined, it better end up with a win if I have to watch the Bills on Thanksgiving. So I'm taking a win. After that, home Ravens. Lamar Jackson comes to town, and I'm going to. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to take a loss. I'm going to take a loss. It's, it's going to be a tight one, coin flip, but. I mean, I, lo I love me some Lamar Jackson. Man. I do too. I'm going to take the Ravens. And the Ravens as a whole are still a very solid team. Their defense is still. One of the better units in the NFL. A slugfest that I think the Bills ultimately lose. At the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I, I the Steelers, I think, are going to take a hit, a bigger hit than people think, for losing Brown and Bell. But I still think they'll beat the Bills, especially at home. I think they actually will lose to the Bills. I think that Buffalo can tangle with Pittsburgh. And it's not just Antonio Brown. They lost Le'Veon Bell as well. At New England, Week 16. Could be a Saturday game. And I've got them with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven wins going into week 16. And you've got them with eight. No, you've got them with nine. I've got them at nine. So for me, this is a must, must win game. For you, you almost got a cushion. It's I a, think they lose that game. Yeah. I'm going to take the loss there. And it's an affordable one that they can deal with and then possibly need a little bit of help before their pivotal week 17 game. And that is home to the Jets. I think they're going to split with the Jets, so I have them winning that game. All right. And for me, I'm going to take a win. I think that if they need to get things done, that's right, fellas. I've picked 10-6 and six before the NFL draft happened. And I've picked 9-7. 5, 6, 7, 8. No, 8-7. Eight eight. I have them in 8-8, eight eight, which is where I thought I would have them. Um, you could probably convince me to get to 9 that Ravens game I had a tough time with, but uh, yeah, eight and eight sounds about right for me. Ten and six, it's possible for sure. Ten and I six think ten possible. and six might be more likely than like a six and ten season. Ten and six is possible, but the Bills will have to do something they haven't done in a long time: winning record in the AFC East. That's right. And they would have to sweep the Dolphins and sweep the Jets to do it because you can't bank on winning a game in New England against New England. I think they're gonna split the. No, we will. You could split. Oh yeah, I think they're gonna split with the Jets. So. Like even I in my scenario, in the AFC East. even in my scenario, they yeah. can go nine and seven by splitting the AFC East. But right. you win your division games, you're gonna go far. That's right. Even, and maybe if you squeak one out for against New England, who knows? I'm never gonna bank on that. <laughs> I'm not banking on it, but never mind. I should stop talking. All right. I thanks. mean, the Jets and Dolphins seem to win one at least every, every other year with New England. True. So why not us? True. For once. All right. You can check out the full schedule on our website, WGR550.com. Howard's going to pick the Bills tomorrow. Full reaction to the schedule coming up tomorrow on the morning show. Sal will join him. 
and how our picks the Bills. You can't miss that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. we got Pit Reporters coming up next. Like I said, catch the Bills uh, schedule online or on our app. Thanks for listening to the Nightcap. Jody Biasi and Derek Kramer here on WGR. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.